<laughs> Ashley Brock reading Dolores Fawson's book, The Last Rodeo, Chapter 9. Galinda O'Malley, or whatever the heck her name was these days, someone had given Lucian a list of possible visitors to the ranch. Carly's mom wouldn't have been anywhere on it, yet here she was walking toward the guest house. Carly reacted to her mom's arrival, and it wasn't a good kind of reaction. Lucian saw plenty of muscles in her body go stiff. She snapped back her shoulders as if she just spotted a curled rattler that was about to strike her. Carly, Lucian, Glenda greeted. Neither of them did any greeting back. That's for sure, Lucian, because... He didn't know what the hell to say in Carly because she was likely still trying to get her tongue untied over the shock of seeing this particular blast from her vest. Lucian had no idea why the woman was there. The only sliver silver lining he was seeing is that was that Galinda's rival delayed him with the whole permanent ship list bad. He wasn't going to have sex with Carly after all. Ruined things forever between them. Well, not right now. Anyway, that hour or two. More in question, though. Galinda's arrival would also give Carly some time. Think about the inevitable destruction of her friendship with Lucian, but for now, she had to deal with the inevitable anger that had to be there. After all, her mother had run off and left her family high and dry. What do you want? Carly snapped. There was nothing friendly about her time. Why are you here? Lucian figured she could have easily added a whole other buttload of questions, along with some cussing. Plus, she was shivering a little now. Wasn't exactly freezing, but Carly only had on a thin sweater, so Lucian kept his arm around her. Of course, he hoped his arm, along with the rest of him, wasn't just giving Carly warmth, but some support as well. You, you, you're the reason I'm here, Belinda said to Carly. She finally stopped coming closer when she got to the bottom step. Then it'll be a short visit, Carly quickly turned, because I don't want to see you. Glenda nodded as if that was the exact answer she expected, and she took a business card from her jacket pocket, still not coming closer. stretched out her arm for Carly to take it, but when she didn't, Glenda tried to hand the delusion. He didn't take it either, so Glenda gently landed on the porch railing. I know you'll never forgive me, Glenda. I won't, Carly quickly started, and neither will my brothers. Glenda did nod that time. Something went through the woman's eyes and made Lucian believe that Glenda didn't agree with Carly on the last part. Maybe that meant Glenda had already visited the O'Malley boys and had managed to mend a fence or two. Mac, the youngest, was her best bet for that since he was so young when Glenda left that he didn't even remember her. It wouldn't be exactly like her starting with a clean slate with him, but she would have had to fight through the bad memories the older boys and Carly had of her. I've been keeping up with what goes on in your life. Was it going to best wishes on your engagement? Other than a glare, Carly didn't respond to that. Do you have any idea how much pain you cost? She didn't wait, though, for Galinda to speculate about it. I had to drop my plans for college because there was no money. And when Dad died, her voice broke and Lucian tightened his grip on her. He also added his own glare, Glinda, and he was pretty damn sure that his was a lot meaner than the one Carly was giving her. After Dad was gone, Carly continued several moments. My brothers ended up in foster care until I could petition for custody to get them out. I was 18 years old. 18! So you don't have the right to come here and say anything to me. In fact, you don't have a right to be here at all. Lucian had known Carly her entire life, and he saw something he'd never seen. Tears in her eyes. In that moment, he hated Glinda more than he hated his own father because he had Jerry and left. But Lucian and his siblings hadn't ended up in foster care since they'd still had family money. Then there were no tears in Glinda's eyes, but judging from her slight swollen face, they'd been some crying earlier. She turned to leave, but she only made it a few steps. For the back door of the main house, flew open and Candy stormed out into the yard. Jerry was right behind her, Regina as well, though she stayed back. Maybe his own mom was trying to get 
a good seat to the little drama that started to play out. Candy, I told you that there's nothing going on between Glinda and me. Jerry called out this round. I didn't even know she was coming here. You kissed her. Candy shouted. Lucy wasn't surprised by either the kiss or Candy's reaction. I hugged her because she was upset and crying. Jerry protested. Big difference. Apparently, Katie didn't see things that way. And Lucian was betting this argument had been going on for at least a couple of minutes since Glinda's arrival at the guest house. It meant that Glinda had stopped in the main house first where that hug and tears had happened. Lucian glanced at his mom to see if she had to take on this. Regina merely lifted her hands. She was showing the least amount of emotion of the group, but she might be enjoying this. Lucian certainly wasn't. Carly had been through enough, and that's why he led her back inside. There's nothing going on. There's nothing going on between Jerry and me. Glenda tried to say to Candy, but the woman just kept yelling out her accusations. Somewhere clever, too. And involving Jerry digging around with Glenda in his taped-off area of the foyer from what Lucian had seen any kind of digging around in that space would have required the skills of a very limber gymnast, something his father didn't have. Lucian got Carly into the guest house and was going to suggest a strong drink or a shower to drown out the mute noise, but those were piss-poor band-aids for something that couldn't be fixed. Wait here, he told her, sitting on the sofa. The least he could do was move this quickly escalating shouting match away from the guest house so that Carly wouldn't have to hear it. However, by the time he made it back outside, Candy was already storming off. So was Linda, and Jerry was standing in the center of the backyard looking up at the sky as if he hoped the divine intervention or maybe a sudden lightning strike. Regina was still there as well, and she was making her way to the guest house. Candy broke off the engagement as she went upstairs to pack her things, his mom explained. I hope she stays in Jerry's space and doesn't step in anyone else's in the grand scheme of things. Tapes. Space violations didn't seem important, but apparently Regina was going to stick to that dividing system, even if all hell was breaking loose. If Carly's okay, if Carly's okay, Regina said, the sight smart that had been on her face vanished. Lucian glanced back to Carly and their gazes met. She didn't say anything, but he figured it wouldn't be a good time to have his mother come in for a long chat. I'll make sure Carly's okay, he showed Regina, though he didn't have a clue how to do that. Sex and kisses weren't going to fix this. Did you know Glenda was coming? Regina didn't hesitate. No way! She just showed up, rang the doorbell, and Jerry let her in. I couldn't hear what they said because Jerry took her in his office. It's too hard to listen at the door because I only have a little part of the square of tape space in there. Bad planning on my part. Again, this wasn't relevant. Well, it would have been if Regina had actually learned why Glenda had shown up out of the blue after 17 years. I don't think she came in looking for money, Regina went on. She came in a Bentley, and she has a driver all dressed up in a suit. That could all be for show because he was betting that Jerry had gone through all of or most of Glenda's money before they parted away. Of course, she could have married into money or have a sugar daddy. Even after all these years, the woman was still attractive, and that might have been the real reason Jerry had let her into the house. Hell, he hoped Jerry and Glenda weren't about to start up their affair again because it would only stir the odd shit memories for Carly. It wouldn't do much good for Lucian's family either, though his mom didn't seem overly concerned about that. Unlike Candy, that hug Jerry gave Glinda must have been a doozy for her to react that way. Maybe similar to the hug Lucian had given Carly, of course, they'd been some kissing that gone along with that particular embrace. 
I know the timing is bad, but could we talk a moment? Regina asked him. Lucian glanced at Carly again. She hadn't moved, but he wanted to sit with her to make sure she was okay, which was which she probably wasn't. He was about to ask his mom if they could t if they're talking away, but she launched right into it. I think I have a way to cut off your dad's testicles. Regina blurted out. That got Lucian's attention because it could be literal. Is that why you invited him to Christmas dinner? Lucian got instant images of scenarios involving malfunctioning carving knives or rigged chairs. No, maybe. Regina minute after he kept staring at her. What are you planning? He snapped. Regina glanced around too, but not at Carly. The glances went all around her as if making sure no one was listening. I set up a dummy company and I'm going to try to get Jerry to sell me the 1% or more then you need to take back the ranch and business. Lucian had not been expecting that. And this time there was only one scenario that he could see. It won't work. Jerry just got a lot of money from Malachor. He paused around. You aren't Malachor, are you? No, that's what gave me the idea. I mean, none of us except Jerry seems to know much about Malachor. So I thought if I set up something like that and offered him enough that he'd take the bait. Put her hand on him. This is our chance to get back our lives. Yes, could be, and it was very tempting, but it was also wrong, possibly even illegal. Yes, they could get back the ranch business, but it would come with a soiled reputation. Jerry was already smearing that up enough without adding more. Next, the dummy company, he said, and it wasn't a serious. And rethink your plan of having Dad and you at the same dinner table. She's growled, opened her mouth as if to argue that, but Lucian put on his SOB face. It's been a while since he had to use it. But it was an effect. It was effective as usual. Fine, his mother said in a tone to let him know that it was no way fine. She rolled around to leave, but then whirled back to me. Were you really making out with Carly on the front porch while Roman was here? Freaking hell! Did Roman tell you that? No, one of the ranch hands saw it and told Del Delfina, the new housekeeper, and she told me. Lucian checked his watch. All of that happened fast, proving yet again that Wranglers Creek didn't need an emergency response system or an updated tornado siren. Technology paled when it came to the speed of communication by folks so bent on gossip. So you did kiss her, Regina concluded, and she smiled. No doubt because this had been a matchmaking scheme right from the beginning, and now she thought it was working, and it sort of was, except it probably wasn't a fallen-in-love plan that his mother had envisioned. This was about sex. Say goodbye to Regina warned her again to nix her dummy company, whether she was anyone, whether she would was anyone's guess, but he already spent enough time trying to put on put out that particular fire. Right now, the priority fire was carving. Lucian shut the door, hoping that she was the last of, that was the last of the interruptions, and he sat down on the sofa next to her. Only then did he realize that something was missing. Christmas was only a couple of days away, and there wasn't a single decoration in the guest house. He wasn't big on tinsel and lights, but Carly had always decorated his office. Maybe her mood had been so bleak over their situation that she wasn't in the holiday spirit. If so, Glenda's arrival certainly wasn't going to help with that. I just texted, texted Joe to see if he knew that Glenda was back. She said, no response yet. My guess is he doesn't know or he would have already called me. Yeah, that's what Lucian had figured too. It was his guess as well that Carly wasn't going to want him to give her a lot of questions about this. So he just sat there and waited for her to continue. I haven't gotten as much as a card from her over the years. When she dropped her head on his shoulder, Lucian slipped his arm around it. And now this, 
you think Jerry sent her sent for her? It's possible. Regina seems to think your mom has some money now, so maybe Jerry's after that. Though he would have thought that Glenda would have already learned her lesson about that particular financial sinkhole. Money, huh? She comes to me. She had a trust fund, but she took all of it when with her when she left. Her parents were killed when she was just a child, so I don't think there was another inheritance. And I'd heard that she had remarried, but she wasn't wearing a wedding ring. Grace. Lucian hadn't even noticed that, probably because he'd been too busy glaring at her. He hated her for hurting Carly all those years ago and for freshening up that hurt by coming today. As for the lack of wedding ring, it was possible that Glenda had remarried and then divorced, if so she could have gotten a settlement that allowed her to have that pricey car and a driver. I'll put her business card in the trash. Carly added, I don't want any contact with her, but my brothers might not feel the same way. I'm not sure how to handle that if they want her back in their lives. Yeah, that wouldn't make family gatherings pleasant, but then his weren't exactly a basket of golden sunshine either. Glenda might not even stay long enough to see them. This might all blow over, and you could have, and you could never have to deal with her again. She turned to him, and there was definitely no signs of tears, but he thought he saw a little anger, anger directed at him. You're being nice to me, she said. Was he? Hell, yes, he was, and in this case, nice was code for feeling sorry for it. He did. However, he also knew that was one particular sentiment she didn't want, so Lucian did something about that. Why didn't you tell me sooner about your deal with Roman? Lucian made sure there was some snarl in his voice, not too much, though. And why aren't there any Christmas decorations up? That earned him a little smile, one that made him want to kiss her again. Bad timing, though. Her nerves were already right there at the surface, and she didn't need him to add to them. Smile didn't last anyway. The only place I ever decorate is your office, and since we're short on office space these days, I decided to skip it. It was true about the office space, though he still had the one in his house in San Antonio. A couple of times she put up Christmas stuff there. When his schedule was going to be so tight that he wasn't going to be around much at the ranch. However, he hadn't known that she didn't add all those holiday touches to her own place. And that's when it hit him. Her father died on Christmas Day. Shit. No wonder people called him an asshole. That was one of the worst days of Carly's life. And here he hadn't considered that it would continue to be a tough anniversary for him. I'm sorry. He said and then that encompassed, encompassed a lot of things, including an apology for that earlier kissing and groping on the porch. She shook her head and looked at him as if waiting for him to explain or waiting for another kiss, but Lucian didn't get a chance to do either because his phone rang. And that was made miracle from the Garden Club, he said when he saw the name on the screen. Oh, I forgot to tell you that I sent a proposal to the Garden Club to show them your plans for making a productive protected area around the creek for hairy corn salad won't affect any of the operation of the ranch since it's on the spot by the creek that Dylan and you don't use for livestock. Lucian certainly wasn't opposed to something like that, so maybe the call was just to thank him and not fuss at him for something else that he might have done wrong. After all, there were likely other weeds by the creek that someone cared about. Ms. Merkel, Lucian greeted, put the call on speaker so the Carly could, how can I help you? I won't keep you. I just heard that Carly's mom was back in town, so I suspected things are a little hectic there. Carly groaned softly. Probably knew the news of Glenda's arrival would spread like wildfire, but there was no chance she wanted to discuss that with anyone. 
but especially the garden floor. Is Carly all right? Alice may be fine. How can I help you? We should repeat it. He tried to sound busy rather than just impatient. Well, I'm calling about the sanctuary land you set up for the hairy corn salad. I wanted to thank you. Actually, the entire Wrangler Street Garden Club wants to thank you. Gusham relaxed enough so that the group on his phone wasn't hurting his hand. You're welcome. By the way, that was Carly's idea, so I'll pass along your thanks to her. Yes, please do, Alice May said. He was about to end the call, but the woman continued. The Garden Club Guild just had our monthly meeting, and you were on the agenda. Specifically, whether or not to give you power of attorney to represent our 1% share of the Granger holdings. The script tightened again, and, and we voted to do just that. It was un anonymous, Alice May quickly said. But there, were quite vo- there was enough votes to throw our support your way. Those words plowed through his head like a tornado. Menace father and he were now on equal footing, and neither of them had control. Not perfect. But it was exactly the start he needed because he could stop Jerry from making any sort of business decision. Thank you, Lucia managed to say to the woman. You're welcome. Oh, and Merry Christmas, Alice May added before she hung up. Grace, quit it. Well, it certainly had a better chance of being merry now that he had this news. He could get back to company. He stopped Jerry from running it into the ground. Things could be the way they had been before he'd been fired. Lucian had... Never doubted this moment would come, but it surprised him that he wasn't as relieved as he thought he would be, or particularly happy. That was because of Curly. He needed to start the avalanche of paperwork to undo the past weeks, but that would mean not staying put, not being with her, not trying to help her. Finally, there was something that had gotten his mind off kissing her. Ironic that it would be his leaving. Go, Carly insisted as she was honed into every thought he was having right now. Every emotion. Of course she was. She knew him better than anyone else. When he didn't budge, she stood up for him. Go! She repeated, leading him across the room to go. Reconquer the world! With that, she nudged him onto the porch, brushed her mouth over his, and then shut the door in his face. End of chapter 9.